How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Sam. Today we're talking about a MLB Pipeline projected breakout player for the 2023 campaign that's not named Anthony Volpe and it's not named Oswald Peraza or Oswaldo Cabrera. Um, you know, obviously those are the prominent young pieces on this Yankee team expected to have big roles this upcoming season. You know, Peraza obviously is in the lead to kind of win that starting shortstop job. Volpe will have an opportunity in spring training. I kind of think he'll go back to AAA Scranton, have a couple of months there. Maybe they'll utilize him kind of like they, did with, they, they did with Cabrera or Peraza next year. I mean, maybe try to, um, you know, manipulate his service time or whatnot. So we'll see kind of how they deploy Volpe and, and what his role will be. Unless he kicks some serious ass in spring training and steals that job right out from under Peraza, which is definitely possible. But the Yankees do have another breakout option here um, and a player that MLB Pipeline is really high on, the Yankees' fifth uh, ranked prospect in Everson Pereira. Definitely an intriguing player. We want to talk about him. He's an outfielder, a guy that might be able to solve an outfield position for us in the future. Of course, everyone's kind of focused on Jason Dominguez, but right now Pereira is actually ranked higher um, in terms of his breakout potential and, and what he can do in the near future. He was in double A last year, so I'm excited to talk about him, Sam. Before we do so, how do you do today, my friend? I'm incredible, man. Um, it's interesting when we look at the future of the Southfield. We, me, Nick and I talked about this a couple days ago with you know with Dominguez and now Pereira. It's going to be interesting to see how they're going to be able to mix and match with these guys. And for you know for a guy like Pereira who is you know not as highly touted as an Anthony Volpe, as an Oswald Peraza, or or an Oswald Cabrera as well. It's really interesting to see that he's the breakout candidate for this outfit, which is really nice to see. And you know, like I said, with the future of this outfit, we're talking about Spencer Jones as well. It's just going to be really interesting to see how we're going to be able to mix and match with Pereira in here. And when I look at Pereira, man, he played in Double A last year, played in High A last year. It's interesting to see his numbers like kind of flop. He had way less time at Double A last year. The um the walk rate like drastically went down in Double A, which is interesting. Interesting, and the K rate went up, but he still slashed. Uh, what are we looking at here? 283, 341, 504, slugged 504 in double A, which is really cool to see, and had a 128 WRC plus, which is higher than what he had in high A. So it's interesting that he's like the breakout guy out of this, like, really like nice core of prospects that we're going to have be able to come up here in the next couple of seasons. And I'm excited for this guy at this point. That's sick. Yeah, I certainly didn't expect his name to be the more prominent one over Volpe and Peraza, who obviously have that breakout potential. But uh, MLB Pipeline, the exact quote was that they signed, uh, he signed for $1.5 million out of Venezuela as one of the best all-around talents in the 2017 international class. Pereira didn't play 100 games in a season until 2022 because of injuries and the pandemic. Coming off of uh, 277 uh, batting average, 350 OBP and 469. Uh, OPS season with uh, 15 homers and 21 steals between high A and double A. He's still only 21 years old, offers a solid power speed combo and has the tools to play anywhere in the outfield. So defensively, he has star potential. Offensively, the kid just, he just turned old enough to have a beer in the U.S. I mean, that's crazy. He's only 21 years old. He's already in double A. He could be at with triple A this year. In fact, I would bet on it. And if he does get the triple A, who's to say that the Yankees don't see him as down the stretch? Like, you know what? We need to mitigate some fatigue, judge, you know, get a little tired, you know, trying to, He's been playing a lot of games or Stanton um, or even left field of Oswaldo Cabrera and Aaron Hicks are struggling to any degree. Harrison Bader, obviously, you might need to get a little bit of mitigation um, due to the plantar fasciitis and just the injuries he sustained in the past. And, you know, maybe they want to take a more conservative approach and say, you know what, Everson Pereira, bring him up the AAA, getting him up to speed, get him a couple of uh, at-bats, a couple games, um, get him in flow and rhythm. And if he's performing well, why not elevate him and see what he can do? That's what the Yankees did with Oswaldo Cabrera, and it worked out pretty well. So, you know, this is a guy who is young. He's a right-handed hitter, so he's not 
not a lefty. I know that Cashman and Boone prefer a left-handed hitter in left field, so that is something to consider when you're looking at Everson Pereira. Does he have a future on this team? Uh, maybe he could compete for the center field spot if the Yankees don't extend Harrison Bader. Uh, but he is a great young talent. You know, 21 years old. Uh, Sam, when you're looking at him as a player, what do you think the chances are that the Yankees say, okay, you know what, Let, let's keep him on the back burner, bring him up to AAA, maybe we call him up late in the season to help mitigate fatigue and you know supplement injury. Do you think that's something that we could see this upcoming year? Um, I think it's a high chance, but I also think there's a, a decent chance that he ends up in one of these trade packages that we could see in the next couple of weeks. I know that they came out and they said that they are most likely done, which is very disappointing to see. But I think at this point, you know, with all this smoke now coming out that this is going to be the breakout guy out of this crop of prospects, I would not be surprised if he's in one of these deals for a left fielder, for a Brian Reynolds or somebody like that, that we're still going to be looking at over the next, you know, before the season starts, essentially. But, you know, when I look at this guy, he's a primary center fielder. He played 58 games in a high A in center field, and then 24 of, over there in double A. And then DH'd a little bit, played the corner outfield spots as well. So that just adds to his versatility. He can play pretty much everywhere in the outfield. And I like what you said about giving, you know, other guys rest in the outfield. Like we said, the injury bug has always been an issue with this team between Judge and Stanton, and there's always something going on with this team. And for a depth option like that, it's really good to see that we just have another guy that we're going to be able to slot in all three, you know, outfield spots and can give some of these guys their day, uh, you know, days of days of rest, which is good to see. But yeah, um, like I said, man, I would not be surprised if he's in one of these trade packages in, in the next few weeks. Um, but if he's not, then he's going to play a pivotal role as far as the outfield goes. And, you know, you and I, we talked about Rafael Ortega last week. This is an, another guy that can play a very similar role to that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's interesting your take that he could be in the trade packages because I, I think that you might be onto something there. You know, MLB Pipeline saying he's a breakout candidate. Um, you know, obviously the, they're starting to hype him up. He's only 21 years old. He's climbing the farm system really fast. He's healthy coming off a couple seasons where he wasn't able to play over hundred games, was able to do that in 2022 and showed pretty good numbers. Now he does have a kind of a problem with his whiff rate, 30% strikeout rate at double a definitely something that we've seen with Esteban Florial in the minor leagues, really, really high strikeout rate gets to the MLB and it only gets worse. So that might be something, you know, he'll, the thing is about Pereira is he'll whiff on a ball right down the middle. Um, and he'll swing his swings that kind of like random pitches. He doesn't really have an approach all the time, which I think could be a reason that he just needs more experience and more rest before getting the opportunity. But it seems like he's very high. Um, they're very high on him in the in the system, and he's ranked really, really high. So I wouldn't be surprised. Again, like I said, righty hitter. The Yankees are really want to get more lefty hitters. They have the right field position locked up with Judge for the next nine years. Center field, Bader's a righty hitter. They kind of want a lefty to situate left field, and it's kind of open for the taking right now. So I think they're kind of targeting a lefty, which makes Pereira a little bit expendable at this point in time. But I wonder... If they were going to trade him, who would be for? If I was the obvious one, would be Brian Reynolds. If you're looking at a player that the Yankees will go and get, he's a, he's a switch hit, switch handed, uh, switch hitting batter. Um, obviously, not a really great defender. He's better in left field and center field, and right field and center field. So that could be a guy that Pereira is included in a potential deal for. Um, but I don't even think that scratches the surface. Like if you're going to trade, if you're going to put a trade package together, Sam, I, I imagine you're probably looking at Pereira. Maybe Dominguez or Peraza. Like Pereira is not going to be the headliner. He's going to be no. like the secondary piece. He's going to be like the number two in the deal, probably alongside Peraza or, or Dominguez. But um, with that being said, like if you're going to make a trade for for Reynolds, it kind of feels like a lot to give away Pereira, who's your number five prospect, and then a top three or top two prospect as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I you know we talked about it a couple of days ago. I'm not like the the Reynolds package is ridiculous. I think that the fact that they want you know something that's very similar to a Juan Soto type deal is just absolutely insane. Because I like Brian Reynolds. He's a, like a good player. It's not a knock on Brian Reynolds. It's a knock on the Pirates who you know ended up 
offering him a six-year, $75 million extension, which is less money than Andrew Benintendi got, who we did not bring back. And, you know, I can sit here right now and tell you that I love Andrew Benintendi, and he's a great player, but he's not worth as much money as Brian Reynolds is. Like, not even close. Brian Reynolds is the way superior player. And, you know, I really just, I don't want to trade Jason Dominguez. I don't want to trade Oswald Peraza, who's most likely going to be our starting shortstop this year. And like you said, man, he's not going to be, Pereira's not going to be the headliner in a package just because he's the five prospect. He's not, you know, worth the value of those other guys. There's a relative gap. Even though we're talking about him breaking out next year, I think there's a relative gap there. And, you know, like you said, this is a guy that's still 21 years old. He still hasn't even scratched the surface of his potential. Um, And yeah, man, I just like the Reynolds package, I think, is just absolutely egregious and ridiculous to the point where I just think they should stay far away and they should hold on to their headliner guys. I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think they should probably keep uh, Dominguez. I know a lot of people are like, I'd give Dominguez in a Reynolds trade, and I and I understand that concept, and I think I would be very intrigued to see what that package would look like, but at the end of the day, um, Dominguez has five tools. He could be a superstar center fielder. Is he a superstar? No. Obviously, we haven't seen that version of him. Um, we're kind of we're waiting on that for the future, but you know, trading for a, a commodity right now that can contribute in a Brian Reynolds definitely would help the Yankees' World Series aspirations and help their chances and probability of reaching it, if, if let alone winning it. Um, but again, you mortgage your future. It's that's the risk of the game. You know, that's what that's what GMs have to deal with. Do I mortgage my future or do I stick with what I've got? And I think the Yankees are good enough right now to win a World Series. I just think it all has to come together at the right time, and I think they have to be healthy at critical moments in the season, which is something that has bit them in the butt in the past. But uh, guys, I love to hear your perspectives below on Everson Pereira. Definitely an intriguing player, an exciting outfield prospect, fifth ranked in our system. He's projected to break out this year, whether that's at the AAA level or if he gets called up to uh, at the MLB and maybe has an opportunity. Um, I, I definitely think him dominating in AAA at 21 years old, 22 years old, would be a really good thing for the Yankees. You know, looking ahead to the future, they can call him up next year and and feel good about him maybe competing for a starting spot if they do need to go that route or if they go and you know extend Bader or if they don't have a left field yet. We'll see how they approach this. But Pereira's a very solid player, very good player, has some good underrated power. He's a very good uh, defender. He can play all across the outfield. Uh, maybe he ends up being a utility piece and they end up starting Oswaldo Cabrera at some other position. You know, we'll see what happens here. But some of these guys do feel as though they're they're possible as trade bait, possible pieces in a, in a more um, prominent deal. So we'll see how the Yankees approach this in the near future, my friends. But as always, make sure to have a fantastic rest of your day. Like and subscribe as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.